Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I thought it would be a really good idea to sit down and talk to you about stress and burnout. I feel like, I don't know about you, but for me this is especially relevant right now because I just feel like as we get like partway through the semester, I think we're about halfway now. I think at the end of this week it's technically halfway. I think the fact that we don't have spring break, it's really like you're expecting a break usually at this point in time in like the semester and it's not happening. So um, it's been a lot and just like with grad school... I mean, in undergrad, we'd have exams every couple weeks, and it's been, like, exam week, multiple exams, next week exam, like, just nonstop. I feel like what's really, like, hitting me hard now is the fact that we have had, like, a ton of exams so far this semester, but now it seems like there's, like, really no break. Like, I feel like at the start of the semester, I was like, you know, break here, break there, and now I'm like, oh, I was, like, looking at my calendar, and I was like, oh, you can get a break in, like, a month, so good. <laughs> Um, so I hope you guys can relate to this because I don't want to be alone in this feeling, but I don't think I am because when we brought this idea up on our Instagram, a lot of you guys seem to have some questions or comments, uh, and things you wanted us to, things you wanted us to touch on for this episode. So before we get into all of that fun, we are going to talk about our weekly spotlight. So this is the weekly spotlight that Sierra and I have been waiting for. Um, we are both able to get our first dose of the COVID vaccine, uh, we don't need to touch on it for too long just because we did talk pretty extensively um, about the process in our last weekly vlog that went up. So, Which is um, up, so if you guys want to see us get it, have us like hear us talk about kind of like our first side effects and symptoms that we experience, if any, uh, you can watch that. But just to give like a brief rundown, um, we were able to get it scheduled pretty quickly once we were like, okay, we're eligible. And like I found a website that was consistently refreshing appointment times. So we got that set up, and from there, it was a pretty smooth process, no big hiccups or anything. Um, we were pretty much ready to get any vaccine that was offered to us, and so when appointments refreshed, like, they were for Moderna, and I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, so I know family members that have gotten Pfizer. I know um, family members that have gotten Moderna. We just kind of took what we got, and so um, first dose went really well, though, like, no side effects, maybe a little bit of tiredness, just because, like, I know we mentioned, and I've since watched, like, other people saying, like, oh, tiredness may also be, like, a symptom, but I slept great the first night, and I just attributed that to, like, sleeping great, but it could have been, you know, I was more mm-hmm. tired or something, um, but just arm I also, just, like, going off that, I know, like, the next day for a neuro, it was hard to distinguish how much tiredness I felt could have been from the vaccine versus, like, I'm always tired for yeah. Thursday neuro sessions, so it could have been a little bit of both, but... I didn't really, like, think it was anything out of the normal because, like I said, like, I'm always tired for Thursday in a row, but... Other than that, um, there's four weeks between doses for Moderna specifically, and so our next one is scheduled for early April-ish, and super excited for that. I've heard the second one it can be worse, so just to kind of prepare for that, um, I've heard to drink a lot of water, so I'll also try and do that, but just really excited to have st- have started the process so that we can know when the finish line is Mm -hmm. and also uh it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that our grandpa got moderna and he didn't have really any like horrible side effects i'm just like hopefully i have his genes that like will help with that yeah exactly (laughs) but either way we'll make it through um also like i'm really happy that so many of you guys are so positive in the comments i was expecting that for the most part like i didn't think there'd be too many people that would be concerned or like how and why were you guys able to get it compared to other people? And I just didn't know if that was going to be concerned, but thank goodness it really was not. So thank you guys so much for just being appreciative and like congratulating us and just saying like, if you hadn't gotten yours already, that you were excited to get it Mm -hmm. as well. I feel like touching off of that, I was only a little nervous to like see comments like that based off of like, if it was in like the thumbnail or 
the title, I was kind of worried that we would get people who didn't normally watch our videos coming in. Just, like, you have, like, a lot of conspiracy people. Like, we've gotten that Oh, I saw a couple one weeks ago. comment, uh, which I deleted because that... It was just a comment that was, like, how sad that you guys feel the need to get a vaccine for, like, this... Because of fake media and COVID-19 has been around a long time, you can go see it's listed on uh, cleaning supplies and stuff. Well, that shows how educated they are because they don't know that coronaviruses have been known to exist, and this is a new thing. So it's just a comment where it was, like, not really worth my time to... You have to delete misinformation. Someone already already commented back on that. It was just, like, a facepalm emoji. (laughs) Honestly, I'm glad they didn't give the time of day to that person either, so... Um, but otherwise, like, that was the only negative comment. If It wasn't even, like, negative, really. It was just, like, they literally don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, so that was good, and I was pleased by that because I was, <laughs> I was a little nervous. I didn't know what to expect, so that was all good. Um, something else we can kind of touch on since, um, we have a video that will be coming up, uh, at the end of this week or maybe early next week, I'm not sure, but Megan and I were able to take a nice little staycation. Like we said, we don't have any actual spring break, and funny enough, we didn't plan this to be any sort of spring break. We just looked for a time where Megan and I both had a three-day weekend since normally we have Friday clinicals and we tend to kind of be like one off from each other so we never have like the same day off but this time we did and so we were like let's make like a little weekend out of it. We actually did this before we even like knew anything about our COVID shots so like that was not anything related to this and honestly I think we were able to have a fantastic little getaway like I'm already just like reminiscing of like the weekend and how fun it was and just like I had such a good time. Yeah and so uh vlog will be up after this podcast goes up so we're not going to touch like we won't relive the whole weekend for you guys yeah, it, was it was in just, dubuque just um for that an hour and a half drive no, haven't really we haven't been in dubuque and slake stayed in dubuque we've driven through dubuque but that's it um and they kind of have like some things there that we were like sure let's go try it out mm-hmm. um and we stayed at an airbnb for the first time and that was a good experience was pretty easy and i just really liked the aspect of like having our own little place to stay and, like, park our car. Not that a hotel's not like that, but <laughs> it was just, like, more immediate. Like, we were getting, mm-hmm. like, home or something for after, yeah, like, the day. I like that, too. Um, I would definitely consider going back to Dubuque, especially, like, during the summer if we could do, like, also, like, pending COVID stuff, hopefully clearing up. Not, like, relatively soon, but, like, kind of soon. Especially because we just saw, um, it was, like, it was from Facebook, but it was, like, a doctor on Facebook was just sharing, like, kind of, like, positive stats um, from Nebraska, because they're the state over, and, like, I'm guessing that's where the doctor's from, that's someone that I am friends with shared, and so it's just, like, the doctor was saying how, like, there's light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and that was reassuring to see today. But I think that eventually, like, doing, like, steamboat cruises or something they do, like, along the Mississippi, I think that would be we so fun. We could do Davenport, though, it's closer. Otherwise, I was saying, like, the zipline tour over there would be cool, too, but that would be for As another time. We, like, also just went to, like, the Field of Dreams in Dyersville, just because oh, yeah. on the way, kind of. Um, so, yeah, that was just, like, another random thing where, like, I guess we could, like, do that. Never seen that movie, but, you know, it's famous. Okay, so, Sierra has the, she was the one that was responsible enough to make, like, a little outline for this week's episode, and so I'm going to let her kind of run through her thoughts, and I'll jump in as much and yeah. when I feel like I can. I hope I plan this out well, guys. I was just, like, I did this in, like, 40 minutes a couple days ago. Uh, but we're busy right now, as we said, which is why this is a good time for this episode. So first I want to touch on a quick definition of burnout because actually uh, looking at the definition stuff is what made me change the title or idea from just being about burnout to being about stress and burnout. So also want to front load this by saying that Meg and I do not have anxiety or depression, which I know can worsen symptoms of stress and burnout. So we won't be touching on those specifically And if you're looking for more insight on that kind of stuff, I would recommend you reach out to a mental health professional. 
So with that out of the way, I kind of want to talk about like the definition of burnout. Megan, what do you think the definition of burnout is? When you just are going, 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 and then your fuel like runs out and you just feel like you're running on fumes at that point. Okay. And what do you like, how would you say it compares to stress? I feel like with stress, I feel like heightened levels of anxiety related to stress and burnout. I feel like I just feel exhausted if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I can keep running on stress and burnout, like, all motivation has been depleted. I feel like I can't do it anymore. That kind of thing. All right. That's a pretty good intuitive definition. All right. So um, I'll read the actual definition of burnout and then we'll have some, like, a run through of, like, stress versus burnout. So burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So... And then this is when we got into stress versus burnout. I'm using information from a website called helpguide.org just because I thought they had some good information about burnout and stress. So this is a chart from their website talking about how things you might be experiencing could be either stress or burnout and kind of helps you differentiate which one you're experiencing. So stress is characterized by over-engagement, whereas burnout is characterized by disengagement. Uh, That was kind of an interesting... I kind of said that. Um, point, you did say that, but this kind of is what made me think about, do I think that I identify more with stress or burnout? I think it depends on the situation. Because when I think of school, I think that I definitely hit, like, the peak of stress, but then burnout would imply that, like, I disengage from school and I stop doing school and I don't do that. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, um, stress. I feel like sometimes I almost, in a way, this probably sounds weird, but I almost feel like I get stressed uh, almost to the point where, like, I wish I would burn out. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind wish of. I could turn it off and say, like, I am done. Like, I am depleted. Stop doing what you're doing. But then, like, I don't get to that point. I just say, like, no, keep going. And yeah. I don't know. Like, is that better or worse? I don't know. There's probably pros and cons, too, either. I mean, neither is good. Obviously, you don't want to be stressed or burnt out to the point of, you know, mm-hmm. extremes. But... Um, and then for stress, emotions are overreactive, whereas for burnout, emotions are blunted. So stress, kind of like what we're, I feel like I get like such heightened emotions of like stress and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, how am I going to get X, Y, and Z done? And burnout, it's like, you just like, you can't feel anything anymore. And that's also something that I felt like I don't tend to do that. At least like when I think of school, I feel like for other stuff, which we get to like about YouTube and stuff, that might be more like where we hit burnout. I was just going to say that. But school stuff, I feel like I... Experience Stay more in stress, that stress category with school, and, just keep on going. and then burnout seems to be more for other stuff for me personally. Yeah. Um, stress produces urgency and hyperactivity, whereas burnout produces helplessness and hopelessness. So kind of the idea of just like you know, like it's looming over your head of you have all these things to do or like you have all these responsibilities, but you simply like cannot be bothered to do it. That's more where burnout is, whereas stress is like you've got X, Y, and Z, twenty things on your list, you have to get them all done, and you try and work towards that. I feel like I definitely even more in this past week just I don't know I feel like I've had a million things to do this week because this weekend I feel like I was kind of like oh like relaxing I still tried to study when I could but then we came back from our trip on Sunday and I was just like I am like gonna study a lot and I did study I probably studied for like three and a half to four hours which like on on a weekend where I was kind of like this isn't gonna be like a super busy weekend or it shouldn't be like I was like I should be pretty happy with that but then um, the issue was that on Sunday I was trying to catch up and study neuro because I knew that this week it was only going to get like 
added on to and I needed to review it again, but I don't have anything for neuro this week. I have a test in a different class and a quiz this week that I hadn't really like studied as much for. So then Sunday night I was also like, I need to do that. And then Monday, yesterday, I was just like, we had a full day of classes. Mm -hmm. I felt like exhausted when we came home and I was like, I still have to do, like I have a quiz. This was me yesterday. I was like, I have a quiz tomorrow that I'm supposed to know, which thank God, I knew the quiz was not going to be that bad. They never have been for the class, but like I... When you haven't, like, looked at anything since uh, last week, and it was a pretty dense lecture, too, that the quiz was over. So, um, then, like, last night, I was just, like, the exam that I have this week on Thursday, I've studied a bit over the weekend, and I'm still thinking, like, it's all going to be fine, but just, like, I haven't been studying that this week. I've been doing other things, and Mm -hmm. so I'm just, like, it's been, like, I'll go to bed at night, and I'm just, like, my heart's, like, pounding. Like, that's a little (laughs) dramatic, because it's not that bad, but, like... I feel like I just can't stop thinking of, like, what I have to do the next day, the next day. I know. I feel like, because we've been talking this week, too, I feel like the same way. And I'll say, like, I have, you know, all of this stuff on my to-do list, and I feel like I'm working all day from, like, 8 to 10, because that's, like, how long my day, I mean, I wake up at 6, but, you know, 6 to 10, roughly, I'm like, that's how long I should be up in a day, like, no more than that. And I still can't get everything done. And I'm like, I look back at my day, and I wasn't doing anything, like, you know, really, like, lazy or anything, like... I, you know, have my morning stuff where I eat breakfast and, like, do that stuff and get ready. And then I'm, like, I'm in class from 8 to 5, and I have, like, an hour lunch break. But then by you the know. time you, like, sometimes you, like, need that break. Yeah, you, need you do. have hour lunch break, and then, you like, you just need to stop doing anything. And then I come home, and I'm, like, maybe chilling for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, which I feel like, again, is a reasonable amount of time to, you know, have a break after a long day. And then by the time I'm, like, between working out, showering, studying making dinner I'm just like it's bedtime already like what yeah so uh yeah that's what I've been struggling with recently because like you said I have x y and z that I have to you know study for mostly and I'm like I literally cannot study all this stuff today so um we have more on that later though so we'll keep going through this stress versus burnout list um stress is related to a loss of energy whereas burnout is related to loss of motivation ideals and hope uh, next thing on the list, stress leads to anxiety disorders, whereas burnout leads to detachment and depression. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. And then stress, the primary damage is physical, whereas burnout, the primary damage is emotional. And uh, this, I guess, just said stress may kill you prematurely if you're overstressed. And burnout. I was talking about how we primarily identify with stress. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, burnout may make life seem not worth living. So obviously, like, the last two are just I feel like extremes of that, long-term. Like, I feel like, obviously, I had the ideas or thoughts in my head of, like, okay, this is how I differentiate them. But I definitely, like, feel like when I talk about school, I'm, like, oh, I'm getting, like, burnt out and stuff. And it's just interesting that you kind of made the connection that there are, like, the two differentials between what burnout is and what stress is. So, mm-hmm. so if you guys are listening and, obviously, like, I want this to be helpful, like, a helpful podcast for you, I would encourage you to hopefully, like, as you were listening to that Think of what might be causing you stress or potentially burnout in your life, and hopefully that list will help kind of categorize how you feel about those certain things and better help you tackle how to overcome those because I think that identifying what it is exactly is going to be helpful for overcoming it. I feel like I want to touch quickly on, like, just this week why I feel like it was – it's been a more stressful start to the week than I anticipated, Um, and I feel like part of that – I feel like I mostly live in, like, acute phases of stress – Maybe they can kind of be prolonged if we have, like, back-to-back exams. But for the most part, like, I can prepare for exams pretty well to the point where I'm not in, like, a stress, high anxiety stake situation as I'm continuing to study for those exams. And hopefully it gets to the point, like, where I'm just like, okay, I'm 
I don't want to do this because, like, I know everything. And that's, like, the point that I hope I get to. But, like, I just think I underestimated how much material I still have yet to, like, review and grasp and master. And then also on top of that, study for this week. And so I have, you know, high hopes in that as soon as I even think just getting through today because we had two eight to five days in a row, like, I think that's going to make a huge difference tomorrow. And today was, like, a good day, too. So I'm just trying to be, like, not all long days are inherently bad or Mm -hmm. I got some things checked off of my to-do list yesterday slash this morning where I'm kind of like now I don't have to look at you know two classes that I was focusing on and I can like fully Mm -hmm. go into like this other class so um just kind of like restructuring my framework and being like okay set on the new goal and we're gonna just get through this week yeah I think that like you said I have also been experiencing just, like, I keep looking forward, and I think that's what keeps adding on to the stress that I'm experiencing, Sometimes like I, I said. Need to stop hitting, like, the next week button on Google Calendar. Right? But then I'm like, I have to, because after now I have to study more next week. Yeah. Um, but, like, sometimes I'm, like I said, I was looking so far, and I was like, I don't have, like, a chill, quote-unquote, week for, like, another month. You just kind of have to make it so that your, like, one-week exam weeks are, like, that's the norm. I know. That's, that's the mi- Like, that's That's what I'm week. trying to reframe my, like, uh mind into thinking like okay because I know we've had like literally a couple weeks ago we had two exams in one week like at the start of the week and then by Tuesday after class I was like I'm chilling so I need to be better about like not just thinking that that exam exam weeks are are not like they're not the end of the world yeah and obviously like I say that knowing that obviously exams are stressful and like I think what's annoying is I've already talked to Megan about this but after I like finish an exam I'm like that wasn't so bad like what was I so worried about was I so stressed about but then I have to realize that you know, I was stressed because I had to learn all that stuff beforehand. It takes time to do that. And I think that one of the most stressful things for me is just, like, finding the time to do all that and do all of it in a manner so I don't feel like I'm just, like, hating my life while I'm doing what I need to do. So I feel like that has been a struggle for me. But I'm hoping that – well, I think that finding, like, the little things to look forward to is ultimately what's going to help me through these next through or through these next couple weeks and like to the end of the semester. Yeah, the good thing is I was trying to remind Sierra like as we were walking to campus this morning, I was like, Sierra, once we get through this week, we are halfway through the semester. So like mm-hmm. the semester's really flying by. Like it honestly, is. it seems like we just started and we're halfway done. And like we were also today talking about like our long term clinicals and like how that's going to start working like once over the summer we start picking spots for next year. And it's just like this whole thing's going to go by so fast. I know. Just grad school in general. Just to fly right by. Um, but, like, for, you know, we have exams next week, but I'm just, like, I'm just looking forward to, you know, what am I doing this weekend? That can be kind of fun. Or the weather's starting like to get nice Like, this weekend out. we're going to Haley's because the um, NCAA tournament is starting, and we're also going to be setting some musculoskeletal um, tests and stuff because we have a lab exam next week, but I'm just, like, looking forward to... I'm, like, you know what? We have study built in. Like, we've already decided, okay, we are going to go... Um, practice some stuff on her, and also we get to go hang out and watch the game together. So that'll be like a win-win mm-hmm. situation. Okay, and again, I, I have a question. Yeah. When would be a – is there an optimal time? You might have – I didn't mention this idea at all to see. I was just thinking about this as you're walking back to your apartment, and I thought I could relate to the podcast episode. Is there an optimal time to discuss the uh, living on a large rock metaphor? You can go for that right now. I'm okay. not sure what you're going I'm for. sure most of you guys know what that means, but I imagine our dad listening to this in his office at work and being like, what is she talking about? So I'm going to just I'm kind of wondering that too. <laughs> living on a large rock. Like just how nothing matters? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all I need. Like the idea is like we're living on earth. It's like usually in context with like 
a video of a spot on Earth and, like, just zoomed out until, like, nothingness. So, like, the idea is, like, nothing matters. <laughs> um, if you didn't know what I was referring to. And so I was kind of, like, a lot of people use it in the context of whenever I'm motivated and, like, working on something and then, like, you just remember, like, I'm living on a rock. What's the point of anything? And, like, then your motivation just drops from that. And I was kind of thinking, um, like, I understand that, but I'm also, like, in a way, I kind of use it, use that mindset um, to free to you a lesser a extent bit. to be like, this isn't going to give me an excuse to just like not work on anything or like nothing matters, but it does allow me to say, I'm more than just a grade. I'm more than just being in grad school. Like there is more to life. I'm going to still put work in towards what I'm doing, but it's not like the end all be all to just be like the absolute best at something. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that you like, if you use that metaphor and it kind of traps you into just feeling like nothing matters, or, like you can't be motivated enough to do something see if that helps I don't know it's just something that I think helps me all right we kind of already touched on this but uh one thing I wanted us to talk about was when do we feel like we've experienced or like we tend to experience like peak stress or burnout because like we've both said we feel like we've been experiencing more of it a little bit recently uh but like even being in grad school like I don't tend to feel like chronically stressed out or anything and like we've said we don't really feel burnt out with school I feel like, this might sound weird, but, like, I feel like I've also been just antsier at this stage of the pandemic than other stages of of the pandemic normally. Um, And I say that because, like, I feel like I was starting to get almost anxious of, like, not knowing when I was going to get our vaccine. Um, So it's gone down a little bit, but it's just, like, I knew that it was, like, in the works possibly for our program. And so, like, I was just constantly being, like, when are we going to get it? Like, is today the day? Are we going to figure that out? And, um... So I was just, like, getting super stressed about that and then, like, kind of saying, like, we're getting so close to maybe being back to normal and getting back to normal. So I feel like that was, like, something that I was just thinking about myself for, like, I think this is, like, legitimately stressing me out for whatever reason, so. Which is interesting because I feel like I wasn't experiencing, like, any stress related to the vaccine. Like, I didn't really feel that much. I think I just, much. like, I know you didn't, but it was just, like, I, I can't really, like, verbalize why I was, like, getting stressed about it. It was just, like almost, like, so close you could taste it, but, like, you had no control of, like, when it was going to happen. So I was just, like, itching to get it and felt like I was, like, trapped. I was, like, I can't figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, when I tend to feel the most stressed when it comes to school is kind of, I think, I think it directly correlates to, like, the amount of free time I can feel good about having outside of school. So if I'm, like, like, kind of like I said recently, I feel like I've been doing stuff uh, and working from, like, 6 to 10 whenever I go to bed. Obviously, I have a few, like, breaks here and there. But I'm just, like, I really value my free time. And so when I don't get to do those small things that I enjoy, and, like, most of the time, all I ask out of my free time is that I can chill in my bed, maybe watch some YouTube, maybe watch some TV, maybe watch a movie. Like, I don't, you know, ask for much. So I feel like I get stressed when I realize, like, oh, shoot, I don't even have time to do that because I have so much time I have to devote to everything else. I think that's when I start to be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, like the past two days, I've been, I've been making myself like stop doing stuff like around nine or something, and that's just because like I want the hour of mm-hmm. free time. I'd love to have more than that for free time, but I'd also definitely be able to study more if I wanted to. So that's what I've been doing is I've just been like shutting it off, shutting everything off at nine, and then I have like an hour of free time, and then it's time for me to get ready for bed. At least like on the days that I had like eight a.m.s and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I also think that, especially, like, being in grad school, again, not to say that we are, like, chronically stressed out from grad school, but just 
the amount of daily work that you have to do is certainly much higher than it is for undergrad and like high school, obviously. And I think that it's certainly an adjustment to make uh, overall to be like, you really have to like do most likely some form of work every day. And like, I don't want to say this to be like, you can never have a day off because like you certainly can, especially like if it's a mental health day, like, you know, I realize the importance of that also, but on a day-to-day basis, if you're just trying to like be a decent student, like stay on top of things, it requires some form of outside effort every day. And I think you quickly realize like, oh shoot, it takes probably like three hours or something a day just to stay afloat. Yeah, I would agree with that. And like, I again, don't want to, I think you hear that. And if you're not in grad school, like that sounds overwhelming and it sounds like that completely ruins your day. But for the most part, this semester, we've definitely had longer days, but your days aren't entirely, at least ours aren't, eight to five necessarily nonstop every single day of the week. So you can fit those three hours in maybe wherever is sufficient. Maybe that's on campus like on Monday yesterday or yeah, yesterday. It was an eight to five day, but I only had two classes and I had a five hour break in between. So I had four hours of studying on campus. Um, Keep in mind, I said I was still like just not I hadn't gone over everything that I needed to do this week, so I, I still had to come home and do a lot more. But during a normal week, like, I might come home from Mondays and be like, okay, hey, I'm done studying because mm-hmm. I finished everything. But then it's also, like, kind of interesting because that touches on the point where we have a ton of classes and a ton of information. So even if I do three hours of studying, if I say, like, one hour for three classes, A, that's not all my classes. B, how much studying for one class can I get done an hour? Like, not yeah, much. like, uh, the hour will fly by. If you're like, okay, I only am doing this for one hour, you almost feel like you haven't done anything. So that's the other thing that's frustrating and, like, I'm still trying to work through. Like, I think that sometimes I feel like in order to feel good about any studying, I need to, like, just completely do one class. And sometimes that only means I get one class done in a day. But at least I feel good about that class. Yeah. So still obviously working on the best way to figure out studying. Uh, Still enjoying the Pomodoro method, but it's more so just figuring out how much to focus on each class. I'm still working on that. And obviously it depends on the priority. Um, now I wanted to kind of get into YouTube stuff because obviously we've been talking a ton about school. I feel like that's what's most relatable for you guys. Um, but we also have a unique perspective with YouTube and I feel like it could also relate to work or maybe hobbies that you guys also have. So, Megan, burnout. So, YouTube. as we already mentioned and having gone through the definitions of like stress versus burnout specifically, um... I definitely feel like burnout is where me and Sierra feel like we fit into for YouTube versus, you know, schools, maybe not so much burnout. It's more like stress related. And I think that in a way, I feel like I wouldn't classify myself as being burnt out with YouTube. But also, I think based off the definition, it still does kind of fit just based on the fact that I have separated myself from YouTube and I still do the things. But, um, there's not much more that goes into it than that for TC2. I think that what you said is true, but when I was, like, making the whole outline for this, I would definitely say, like, stress is something I experience more often and, like, is at the forefront of my mind more often because, like, obviously I feel like part of it has to do with how much I interact with school versus YouTube is definitely, like, it has its time and place. And I think that for YouTube, we've had specific phases of burnout Like, I would not say for me right now that I'm burnt out with YouTube, really. Like, I agree with what you're saying about, like, the kind of, like, separating myself from it and just, like, not, like, going through the motions in, like, a bad sense, but, like, we have the video, we make the video. I'm not going to, like, 
go look at comments and analyze this YouTube analytics all day, every day. Like, and I, I do also do want to say, like, this is mostly for TC2. Like, I think for Megan and Sierra, um, we kind of get burnt out, I feel like, after Vlogmas for that. And just, like, oh, my God. Like, that was a long month. But I feel like, especially at the start of this year, we've been really motivated and feeling like we have a new sense of self and identity for the Megan and Sierra channel. We've been really enjoying it. So that's good, obviously. Yeah. I think one of the good things about burnout is if you can find, like, specifically what is making you upset or, like, feeling burnt out, if you can change that, yeah, like, you can come back better point. than ever. I agree with that. Um, I think, like, I always still have been, you know, itching to figure out what that could be for TC2. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, to be honest, it requires a lot of, like, mental capacity for me to actually even, like, sit down and have, like, brainstorm sessions of, like, what to possibly consider changing um, and I know it doesn't seem like a lot to a viewer maybe because maybe a viewer sees like the videos from years past where we've posted, like we're making changes and there's like a couple of videos where changes are made and then, um, like it seems like kind of things go back to normal. And I feel like that doesn't fully explain the process that me, you, me and Maggie have gone through. Yeah. As, and I actually like, do creators. have that included in something that we can touch on just a little bit later, like right after this, but kind of to like round out, um, YouTube stuff. If you guys aren't familiar with our TC2 channel, I feel like I would describe, like, our phases of burnout. I think we really first experienced burnout. This was, like, honestly the best, like, possible experience for burnout. But, like, at uh, spring semester senior year, I feel like we're just, like, uh, like, feeling, like, not very good about YouTube. And I feel like we went, like, on our Seattle trip and, like, ClamorCon. And, like, after that, that summer was, like, the golden age of TC2. Like, that was just, like, a prime example of burnout and just being like I remember posting videos like I don't like this I don't like what we're doing our views I feel like were quote-unquote bad for the time and then like again summer we just like had a flurry of wonderful ideas and they all did very well had several uh not even several like a ton of videos that had over a million views which by any standard is a great (laughs) number of views crazy like that was like our norm at that point Mm -hmm. like I can scroll through and just like it's million views after million views after million views for a ton of the videos. So, obviously, very grateful for that. And going into freshman year, that's, like, kind of a scary place to be in for YouTube. Like, we're doing very well, and, I mean, we were, like, we're going to keep posting, I guess. Originally, we thought we were going to stop, but we were, like, we're doing really well. So, let's just keep going, and we'll see what happens. And I don't know if I would say burnout is exactly know, what we experienced freshman say, year. I feel like it was just confusion and trying to see what would work. But Lack of direction. Really it wasn't burnout, per se. It was kind of just, I think, what you said, confusion, just not knowing. Trying to figure things out. Do we want to do... Um, Are we going to record videos together? Exactly. Do we want to keep doing uh, separate videos? Or do we want to try doing what we called collab-style videos, where like we would both be in the videos, but just like recording different segments? And so some were successful in really all formats, and some were not as successful. And so it was just like us messing around with that. I think that also part of it, too, was, like, even before uh, senior year, um, like, in high school, Maggie had gone in and out of cheer and, like, had her own injuries. So I think her starting in high school was, like, when she was kind of, like, I can't physically do Mm -hmm. everything that we do on the channel. And that was something where it's, like, definitely a starting point for, like, okay, well, if we're a physical channel, which we were and are for the most part, then, like, something has to give or something needs to be reconfigured. Um, And so since I think that's when it started like at least that aspect started in high school for Maggie and then continuing in college like the longer you go from retirement like the less you can do so it's now just like it's not only 
Maggie and her history with concussions and just like her not being in practice, it's like me and Sierra not. Yeah, being and in I think that either. you guys, if you've been watching that TCT channel, you've probably seen us go through sort of like an identity crisis on that channel, probably like at least two or three times, maybe more. I don't know. Um, I think the biggest like I don't remember if our we need a break was before or after like why we're stopping. I think it was the why we're stopping making cheer and gymnastics videos. We made a couple of videos and then we said like the why we need a break video and then we came back from that. And I think that for sure we were experiencing burnout then because we were like it literally felt like we just could not do anything right. Yeah. I feel like what's always hard for me is like um it's interesting to see the comments on those videos and like some people are kind of like, you know, do XYZ like you know those do well on your channel. So like that seems like the super simple answer, but then you're like then other people are kind of like do whatever, like we'll watch whatever you want to make. And I think that, like, from a creator standpoint, the thing that's been the reason I can never find an answer and, like, why I feel like me, Sierra, and Maggie can never find an answer is because I know what we grew up doing and I know what we were good at doing and, like, what our niche was. And I really, really like and liked our niche, which was gymnastics and cheer. I thought we did that really well. Like, the niche isn't what it used to be. And it's also not something that we can create as well. Long term. Like, the interest isn't there. Our interest. And it is there, but it's not what it was. And our physical capabilities of doing those types of videos mm-hmm. is not there. But then it's kind of like, that's what we that's what we do on YouTube. So like you guys yeah. or people say, you know, make whatever you want to make and we'll watch. And it's kind of like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, like that's kind of why like we started our channel for TC2 in the first place because like we knew we wanted to make cheer and gymnastics like, videos. The videos we were like, never this ending. is it. We had so many ideas. Like it was just easy. And again, like obviously we still make TC2 videos. Like we're still... We would love. We make it work. We would literally love nothing more than to like find something that really like clicks and works with our niche. But like we don't want to necessarily do like one eighties. We would yeah, love to. We've find... tried that before, and it just doesn't feel authentic. And it's hard because there's three of us, so um, trying to accommodate like what a long term um, plan would look like in theory is just like even harder than considering for one person mm-hmm. um, because. You know, I know that, like, vlogs are definitely super popular and, like, being casual. I feel like we make pretty casual videos on TC2 anyways. But, like, we have separate times and places for vlogs. And that's, like, Maggie has her own channel. Me and Sierra have ours. I really enjoy making vlogs. But, like, a three-person vlog channel, like, that's not very feasible. It's, like, what say? Two is, two's a couple, three's a crowd? What do they say? Two's a party, three's a crowd. I don't know. Basically, three people would be too many for a vlog channel is what I'm getting at. Like, two is already... More than the average vlog channel, not including family channels, of course. Um, where was it going with this? Burnout on YouTube, I think, that <laughs> you're just uh, discussing. Oh, the, the episode of this, or this topic <laughs> is what we were discussing? Um, it was related to YouTube stuff, but I can't fully remember what I was getting at. I'll just, just find a starting... Yeah, just YouTube? <laughs> um, I do know that... For, I guess we'll go back to our, like, pivot that we did when I, uh, we're trying something new. So, oh yeah, I know I was saying, I was thinking, when we are feeling burnt out, I don't know if this fully matches up with burnout, because I know, like, part of the definition of burnout is feeling hopeless and lost, and I do feel those feelings, but I also feel motivated to try, like, I hate the feeling so much of, like, feeling hopeless and just, like, I can't do anything right, that I'm, like, I need to do anything I can to get out of this, and I think that's what, one, pressures us into trying something totally drastic and different and that's why we've tried these like you know announcement videos like we are doing something new and then we try a couple new videos especially also because sometimes like 
I feel like there's definitely mixed signals on this now. We're like, if at this point in our channel, like we're probably not going to make like a video announcing any changes we want to make. But it used to be mm -hmm. like at the time, oh, like yes, as your creator, um, like your audience is going to really appreciate if you like are just communicating with them. like the transparency. Um, so that was like why that was our logic behind making videos like that that discussed what we were thinking. Um, and I think that they were expected at the time, but probably not so much now. Um, so yeah. But, like, then we would post a couple videos, realize that we ran out of ideas very quickly because we did not know, like, what we wanted to post outside of cheer and gymnastics. And so we'd, like, go back into cheer and gymnastics, and then, like, obviously, like, there'd be some comments that were obviously happy that we were back to making those videos, but then there would be some comments of people being like, I thought you were done posting these videos. And I almost felt like a failure sometimes, like, going back to cheer and gymnastics videos after we said we weren't going to because I was like, ugh, people think that we're probably just, like, going back to these because, like... You know, yeah, the views are better, better. But we, it was just, like, that was honestly, like, that is definitely a motiv motivating factor for why we were trying to change the videos in the first place. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, the videos, the cheer and gymnastics videos would do better, yes, but, like, they were so much lower than what they were before. Like, we needed to find something new because otherwise, like, what are you going to expect to change? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's definitely been just, like, another factor where it's, like, what do you do with that? Like, they do the best on the channel, but, like, they're still not good. Like, they're not, like, turning around, and we're not exploring something that we could be doing better. Yeah. So, this is welcome to the minds of us always, like, constantly having this, like, battle in the back of our minds. Um, and I just don't know if you have any ideas for us, because we're always Which open. It's hard now, too, because it's, like, um, I, in theory, would love to dedicate more time to, like, thinking about stuff like this, but it's also, like, I only have so much time in the day. And sometimes you also need to be, like, realistic with, like, you know, Maggie has her own goals and aspirations. Me and Sierra have our own goals and aspirations. Do we eventually just say, like, okay, nice working together. <laughs> um, we'll head out and go our separate ways. See so, yeah, the family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> or is it, like, no, like, we can still do our separate things, but, like, TC2 is still, like, something special here that we could, like, make yeah. something happen with. So it's I'm, hard to... I'm open to either. Like, I don't know. There's know. no wrong answer. I feel like sometimes... There's this pressure from, like, the outside of, like, you know, sometimes people ask, like, do you still do that YouTube thing? And, like, sometimes I'm, like, do I take that as, like, a, oh, like, you still doing that? Like, should have ended that years ago. Or sometimes I'm, like, are they just, like, asking because they're curious? I don't know. So that's just a me thing that I have to figure out sometimes. Um, and, like, I've tried to, like, obviously, we like the cheer and gymnastics niche. We would love to, uh, like, find a way to continue that in a way that still makes sense and is relevant for us. For I just had, like, a list there. <laughs> For us. Um, it's just hard because, like, where did the niche go? I know. No one took it over from us, really. It's just, like, the interest disappeared in literally, like, a week's time. Yeah. Is what it felt like. All right. So, up next, I would like to talk about getting out of burnout and stress. So, like, how we find that we can improve it and talk through some examples. And hopefully this will help you guys for if you're also trying to get out of a burnout or stressful situation. Um, I did want to touch on this because I know you mentioned this already and I can kind of like lay the foundation and then we can go from there. But I will say for me, I have to burn or I have to deal with stress and burnout differently, at least like based off of school versus YouTube stuff. I think that for me, I tend to be like experiencing like a little bit of stress like all the time just because I feel like with school, I know I feel like I don't experience chronic stress, but I feel like I don't experience like chronic like, oh my God, stress. It's just, like, school is always just, like, a little bit stressful, you know? Staying on top of things, all that stuff. So, like, a low-lying level of that 
kind of all the time. Versus with burnout, I feel like, again, it's more rare, um, only pops up every once in a while, and then, like, I feel like that's more all-consuming when it does happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that for me, sometimes there's, like, it's funny because I have, like, two polar opposite ways of, like, dealing with stress or burnout. Sometimes I feel like it's best to step away, and sometimes sometimes I I feel like it's best to, like, head, like, dive head first, make a list of, like, what exactly is stressing you out, and for me, if I can make a list and identify things. I have a reasonable, like, explanation, I feel like, for my... Okay. So I would say being someone, and everyone's life is multifaceted, so everyone has all sorts of varying levels of stress. So I find that, um, like, let's say... I have a stressful week at school, and it could be a stressful week at work or whatever it is for you, maybe just, like, a stressful time with your family, whatever it is. There's just, like, additional stress. Then let's say um, it's YouTube. We, we're on YouTube. We post a video, and it is horrible. And, like, I start feeling, like, horrible about that and, like, burnt out, whatever. In that situation, I'm going to disconnect from YouTube. Like, I can't handle the additional stress or mind space of tearing myself down even further and adding like more on to my stress that's like more inescapable and so I'm kind of like I'm not even gonna like worry about that not gonna look at that um we're just gonna pretend it didn't happen so that way hopefully when my other stress or situation is more resolved I can like mentally say okay I'm prepared for this I've already like the situation has been like separated from myself in time so that's going to hopefully or hopefully make the situation less like attacking I guess um, and then I can, like, hopefully go in with more of, like, a constructive mindset, mm-hmm. saying, like, what do I want to do to change this and fix this? Mm-hmm. I think that another reason that I think that stepping away can be very helpful is because depending on the stressor, it might be, like, the thing that's stressing you out might be a larger problem than you can deal with just, like, at any given point in time. And so, like, YouTube for me is, like, a perfect example of this. Because I can never, like, sit back and think about, like, YouTube as a whole and what is stressing me out if I'm focused on, like, the day-to-day daily tasks of what it takes to come up with a video every week, edit videos, film videos. Like, if you're stuck doing stress, just, like, the the giant overwhelming stress, like, the looming what is going on with YouTube. Yeah, and, like, you can't think about that if you're just like, well, I can't think about that. I have to edit this video. I have to upload a video. I have to make a thumbnail. I have to do all this other stuff that's just, like, has to be done. So I think that... That is a good reason why we did take a break. Was it once or twice? I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but, like, when you take a break, I know some people think it's just, like, you wanting, like, a two-week vacation from, it's like, really, making like, videos. If you, as a creator, don't do that, like, you literally can't even set aside the time to, like, simultaneously do what you're doing on the norm and be like, what do I want to do different? Mm-hmm. Like, you will get in such a bad headspace because, like, if you do that, then at the same time you're, like, making videos... You're like, well, I don't like these videos because I, like, don't like what I'm doing right now. So you have to just, like, turn something off so you can actually focus on it. So I know that's, like, a YouTube example, this but I feel like that could apply. I, I've said this before on the podcast at some point, but it's just, like, YouTube is not for the faint of heart. Like, <laughs> it's mentally draining, exhausting, and you can be on the highest of highs, um, but there will be a point where, like, either you just, like, don't like the videos you're making and that's going to, like, suck you dry or you're going to, like, inevitably, like probably every single YouTuber ever experience like a downwards slope and that's going to like mentally drain you and luckily like we've gotten to a point where it's just like we've already gone through that and like experienced that and like the Mm -hmm. mental uh cost of that like is not what it used to be so thank goodness for that but it's just like 
good luck to people out there mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> pursue YouTube and other stuff like that. Yeah. And like I kind of already mentioned, if you, like, cannot take a break because sometimes people can't afford to take a break depending on what it is that is causing you stress. Um, I already mentioned, for me, making a list of just, like, if I'm feeling so overwhelmed that I'm just like, okay, I need to identify exactly what is stressing me out. That's funny that, like, we actually learned that in a class, identify your stressors, Mm -hmm. uh, when we're talking about about burnout. Um, But truly, if you can identify what's bothering you, then seeing it in front of you actually, like, helps you, like, I don't know, physically, like, see a problem instead of just, like, it being in your head. And then if you can come up with individual solutions, that's very helpful. Otherwise, like, if you can't solve, if you have five problems written down and you can't solve all five, maybe you can solve, like, two or three And suddenly, like, the last two or three are not quite so bad to deal with when they're just those three. So that's what helps me out when I can't, like, actually take a break. If I'm just, like, this one thing is stressing me out, like, how can I solve this specifically? Yeah. I usually uh, also resort to list making, so. Let us know. Like, I don't know how common, like, list making specifically is, but let us know what you do uh, that you found helps with stress. Um, That's all I have for planned out content, so I think we will go to... The according to Instagram and see... I'm at the bottom, so... If anyone... start at the top. All right, you can bring out the first one. Okay, so someone asked, what do you do on days when you wake up with no, no motivation to do school all day? Um, I would say, to be honest, this sounds so annoying, but sometimes discipline is going to be more beneficial than motivation. If it's one day, like... And also, blue, I feel like depending on, like, if you're in undergrad or high school, like, you're good. Yeah. Take the day off. One day out of the blue, too, like, just in grad school, like, I'm sure I could manage, you know? Mm-hmm. There's situations that, like, you can always um, make up for that time elsewhere or just, like, say my mental health is going to come first today if, like, you just feel overwhelmed. But having that mindset every single day is not going to help solve, like, the uh, motivation issue. I think that because I wake up, you know, trust me, on the weekends – the last thing I would like to do is study because I'm just like, I have this whole day. But I feel like sometimes flipping that around saying, okay, well, normally you study when you have like eight hours of other stuff you should do that day. And this time you like can study, but you still have like a whole day ahead of you. So I think that reframing it in that sense has helped. I also think that if you can figure out if you prefer studying in the morning or in the mm-hmm. evening, that would help. So you don't feel like if you choose to study in the evening, then like don't think about studying yeah. until the evening. Or also like, I don't know how useful this will be for people who aren't in grad school or in programs that require, like, an exhaustive amount of studying. But, like, the more you study, the more you start to realize how easy it is to get, like, a certain amount of time studying done. Like, Mm -hmm. two hours of studying to me now, literally nothing. Flies Mm -hmm. by, piece of cake, and it's not, like, super mentally exhausting for me to say, like, oh, I need to study for two hours. So, um, just, like, maybe um, if you start to build that habit of, like, whatever – an appropriate amount of studying would be for you, the easier it'll be for you to get yourself through that. Um, something that I see, someone asked, do you journal? And if you do, does it help you with stress? I personally am not someone who journals every day, certainly like not about things that are stressing me out, but I just kind of also wanted to throw it out there as a suggestion from a listener. Um, someone else asked, do you ever just break down and cry when you're stressed to get it out? And which which. What's weird is I'm actually not, like, a big stress crier. Me either. Like, I don't usually do that. I definitely, like, I feel, like, like, I feel the feelings. Yeah. But I don't ever just, like, break down and cry. Me either. Like, it's just, like, I will acknowledge, like, Sometimes I am stressed. Like that would be, like, a nice cathartic but, piece, like, though. But, like, crying is not my response to that. 
um, seems kind of nice sometimes. That's why I just said it feels, I, I feel know. like it would be cathartic. To just like, you like let it out and then you're like, okay. <laughs> um, someone said, how do you make time for self-care without wasting time? Uh, you could be working. Uh, this is a great question because I feel like we all fall into the trap of just like, you know, am I working enough? Is taking this time for myself like selfish? Am I being lazy by doing that? I think that's one of the traps that I tend to fall into is like, am I doing this? Am I being lazy by doing this? And like, I should be doing something else. And I, as well as like this is me telling you guys, but I also need to like take this advice myself. Um, take time to do things that you want to do because they are truly the things that make you, you. Like you are not, you are not the person who studies all day, every day. So don't become that person. You have a whole life outside of like school or whatever stressing you out, work, whatever. Um, so do those things and make time for those things. Um, someone else asks, do we feel like all we do is eat, sleep, and school? Sometimes. I feel like if I were to say yes or no, I would say no. I agree. I feel like I do. Honestly, like, it's pretty incredible when I think about it and, like, take a step back, like, what all we do. Like, me and Sierra just do the same things, but it's, like, I do school, which obviously takes a good chunk of my time, but I have, for the most part, like, I know, like, we talked about this week just being, like, stressful, but, like, for the most time, on more days than not, I have plenty of time to have free time and do what I want. We have plenty of time to do YouTube and figure that stuff out. I have plenty of time to go home and visit family members, and I have plenty of time to do this podcast, for example. Like, I don't feel like I am missing out on other situations. Mm-hmm. Someone asked, how do you stay motivated when you are just exhausted? I feel like... Since take a shower. <laughs> take a shower? I feel like showers are things where it can kind of be a good reset on, like, a daily basis. Yeah. In terms of just being, like, you get home, it's been a long day, you are exhausted, but, like, you also have to shower most of the time, inevitably, and so... Honestly, shower. yeah, Megan and I, like, the amount of times we're, like, uh, tell each other, like, that the other has to shower just because we have to, like, t- uh, coordinate our shower so the water stays warm. Um, but just, like, showers, again, like you said, it's something you have to do, but it's a great breakup in the day. Helps you feel you can't fresh. feel bad about it. Rejuvenated. Uh, clean. Um, aside from showering, <laughs> uh, I think something else you could do. Uh, taking a nap, like, honestly, if you can set, like, a... 30 minute timer or so and take like a productive nap because I truly think like since entering grad school I've realized that working tired is not working at all at least for me like I was in the library this is yesterday but I was at the library and I was so freaking tired um I was trying to do nervous so it's just stuff like why try <laughs> I, no I was like trying actually because I was at the library so I was like I don't want to sleep in the library anyway so I was doing neuro stuff. Guess who had to do all of that stuff again today? Me, because I didn't retain anything that I did. So, okay. Um, this person mentioned um, that it was their first year of teaching, and the pandemic has not helped with burnout. So I just wanted to say like that. Honestly, good for you for getting through. It has been a very challenging year, especially like can you imagine being a first year teacher? No. Um, first of all, no. Second of all, during a <laughs> pandemic where I'm sure there's a mix of, like, are you in person? Are you online? What does that look like? Like, that would just be an absolutely bizarre experience. So um, hopefully um, you can manage that and get towards the end of the year. Was there a question there? No. (laughs) I saw that, and I just felt like... Had to be shared. Yeah. Um, Someone said, how do you know when you should push through versus taking a break? Hmm. I think that's really up to your emotions and how you feel 
Like, I feel like everyone knows their breaking point. I think it's, going off of that, it depends on your why. Is your why because you don't want to, or is your why because you're like, I literally cannot do this anymore. If it's the second one, then take a break. If it's lack of motivation, maybe try and keep going. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone, like, ah, oh, don't take a break. Like, take a break if you want to, but if it's for the first reason, then make it a shorter break. Yeah. Um, I just remember part of why I was sharing the one that I just shared, because I was like, why did I... I was like, <laughs> there was something more to it, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, but, like, I think that it's helpful to mention, slash I think it's nice that um, we have specifically talked about burnout, like, in classes of ours in PT school. Like, burnout is not unique to one career. It's not unique to being a student, like... It is something that you experience all the time, and especially, like, in careers, people get burnt out. So I just think it's always nice that our program talks about that a lot, and they recognize, like, the um, likelihood of you getting burnt out in PT, because that's what we're in, is, like, very high. So, like, you need to find ways and things beyond PT that are going to keep you interested. And that fill your cup. Fulfill, fulfill your life and keep you motivated and stuff like that. So I just think that... Um, anytime you feel like this is just a you problem, I promise you it's not. Um, someone said, how do you manage your time? Do you have any rituals? Like, every day I do an hour of blank. I think, obviously, first and foremost, I organize my time by what classes I have to go to because, you know, that's a set-in-stone schedule. Um, I've gotten in the habit this semester, especially waking up pretty much every day around 6 or 7 or between 6 and 7. Um, one, because that will get me on class, or get me to class on time, I feel like. Sometimes in the past, I've been pushing it too close, and so this will give me ample time to get to class. And I think it also gives me, like, enough time in the morning to, like, start my morning off not feeling rushed for the most part. I like to have time to sit in my room, eat my breakfast, uh, watch a little Good Mythical Morning, and, you know, have time to, like, brush my teeth and do all that stuff before rushing out the door. It's not perfect. There have been days where I've woken up, and I have to, like, run out the door. But I think starting off the morning has helped me, like, gain a sense of just, like, composure that starts off my day mm-hmm. as far as um I try and work out every other day if I can I think this week is gonna get kind of messed up just with um studying in school and stuff but that's the way life is so you have to be flexible um again I feel like one like hard and fast rule that Megan brought up earlier is I tend if it's nine o'clock I'm probably gonna be done like I simply can't anymore and I, and I can't an like, logically say like it's just one of those things where it's, like, that's, like, the least amount of fulfillment I could provide myself for that day, mm-hmm. you know? And then knowing that I still need, like, a full close to eight hours of sleep, like, that's where I'm at. So mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to for me. Um, another question someone had is, I struggle between wanting to stay ahead and be productive but also not burn myself out. So how to balance mm-hmm. both of those? I feel like um, I usually, if I can, I definitely fall in the category of, like, I love to – stay ahead of stuff if I can that's always what I try to do and try to aim for because that's what leaves me least stressed um but also I do that in a way where I feel like there's only so much I can catch up on or like then there's plenty of things that eventually I'm going to be able to start reviewing again and again and again um that are not necessarily playing or like going ahead at that point in time I'm just like consistently reviewing stuff um and then that also just allows me to be like okay I definitely know the material that we're talking about pretty sufficiently right now, like, I could totally take the day off, take the evening off, or, like, go do something fun. That's kind of how I look at it. And then, like, obviously, no, you're not ahead during that period, but it'll mm-hmm. happen again. Um, Someone said, 
Uh, how to use exercise to manage stress slash best type of exercise to manage stress. Um, I think this is a great question because I think that exercise is truly like one of the best things you can do to relieve stress, releases endorphins. So it actually like makes you happier. Like it literally does. And it's also productive. So like you, if you have like that mindset of like wanting to be productive, working out will both be something that will make you productive because like I think everyone should work out. So it can be something you can cross off your to-do list, but it will also provide you that actual mental break of like just having a break. And you're like, well, I have to work out. It's like the shower thing. Well, I have to work out today. So I might as well go do that. And you get like a mental break. So for example, if we're doing like, oh, you want to do four hours of studying, do two hours of studying, go work out and then do two hours of studying again. Like suddenly it's a lot more manageable of a day in my opinion. Yeah. I love breaking things up. Because, again, I was just saying earlier, like, the two hours of studying, once you're used to studying, again, for us, that's, like, what's normal to us. We're not saying you have to specifically go study, you know, two hours, then break, then two hours. Like, maybe you study less and you break that up even. You know, whatever works for you guys. Um, Hold on. As far as best type of stress, I think truly whatever type of exercise brings you joy is going to, like, de-stress you the most. I'm sure my inkling, but I don't have any research to back this up, is that the most effective one to reduce stress would be any type of aerobic activity, but I agree with Sierra in terms of, like, whatever you enjoy most and whatever you can do consistently is going to be the most beneficial. Um, if you have any other ones, you can say them. Otherwise, um, we could probably wrap it up. All right, I think we can wrap this up. I'm seeing a lot of similar questions and also stuff that we talked about yeah. at other points throughout the episode. So hopefully you guys enjoyed um, hearing us talk about our experiences with stress and burnout, and hopefully... I hope you guys got some valuable information about how you can maybe implement some changes in your routine or your lifestyle to reduce any stress or burnout you were experiencing. Yeah, um, it's honestly just nice to talk about this stuff with you guys. I know that these are very commonly experienced by pretty much everyone, um, and so just know that you're not alone. And, like, however, honestly, ultimately, like, even though we give some tips here and there, like, however you ultimately decide to handle it or whatever works best for you, like, that's what you should Yeah, do. and there is no right or wrong way to deal with stress or burnout. Just whatever works with you, some trial and error. I'm sure it's different for everyone. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Maybe rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram. It's at according to, spelled out. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.